Hey everybody, here to do another podcast. Uh, It's been a while. Still haven't done my Facebook thing that I said I was going to do for those of you that's that's kept up with everything. But I just realized that I have not been keeping up with my Mandalorian reviews. So I sort of wanted to just do a quick recap of what I've thought of episodes 2 and onward today. Um... Episode 7 dropped, which is the the next to last episode. Next Friday will be the the last episode of Mandalorian. And I sort of just wanted to talk about the series as uh, a whole a bit, since the only one that I've done a review for is uh, is episode 1. So, um, I'm not really going to spend a whole lot of time on each episode. I'm just going to sort of give my overall thoughts of the series um so just know going into this that i am going to be talking about today's episode that dropped on wednesday which is episode seven um but i'm not really going to go into too much spoilers i mean i am going to spoil it so if you don't want it spoiled i would say don't listen um i just come back after you've seen episode seven but um but really, more or less, I'm just going to be talking about the whole thing as a whole, or what my thoughts on the show have been, being the massive Star Wars fanboy that I am. Because I saw Faye, so that's kind of what I am at this point. Um, so this show has been pretty amazing. Um, I There has been very little of this show that I haven't liked. I think... My least favorite episode was one that a lot of people actually liked a lot. My least favorite episode was Bryce Dallas Howard's episode, which was episode four. Um, I didn't really care for the Save the Village storyline. I think it was a well-directed episode. Um, I think it was it was it was good. Um, but, um, but I think I really, I liked the latter part of episode four. Well, well, first off, let me say this is the last thing I talked about was episode one. Let's go back for a second before I get into that. Let's talk about episode two and three. Two and three are, I think, some of the best Star Wars ever. And up until... The last few weeks, episode three ha- has been my favorite uh, episode of, of the show so far because of being such a big fan of um, the Mandalorian culture and the armor, just everything about, you know, Boba Fett ever since I was little has always been my favorite Star Wars character. Um, Luke Skywalker, number two. I mean, as far as like the, I mean, because let's face it, for a long time, Boba Fett really didn't have much of a story and he still kind of really doesn't. It's just more of his aesthetic that's really cool. So, you know, if you want to know, like, a more in-depth character that I really love, Luke Skywalker. Um, you know, oh, how generic is that? But yeah, Luke Skywalker is my favorite Star Wars character. Um, but Boba Fett is really my favorite. And so going into the show, I was really excited because I expected a lot of things and surprisingly we're not getting a lot of the things that i thought we would get but i'm okay with that because 
I really enjoy this sort of um, brought down to its core. It's it's minimal. It's really a minimalist Star Wars show or story, you know. Um, and it's it's definitely um, episodic it, or or a serial. It's not episodic, and um, it didn't take me as long to get okay with that as a as other people but i am i did like that aspect of the show so far um and i'm curious whether they'll follow that same format in season two or or not so i really enjoyed episode two um fun little episode goes and fights this creature baby yoda helps him we get to see jawas on another planet episode three like i said was great we get to see more of the Mandalorian people. Um, I really like the shootout at the end. Um, it was cool seeing he hearing John Favreau's voice as the one Mandalorian. Um, so you know, it was good. But then we get episode four, and coming off of episode three, which was my favorite one of the first three episodes, I was really on this high because I thought I knew what the show is going to be like because really the first three were really this contained sort of story and this was the first one where it wasn't that and i was really interested to see which way the gauge sort of went whether we were going to stay closer to the side of sort of staying with what we know or going completely off the beaten path and we really sort of went off the beaten path. And my problem with episode four, as I started to say before I went back, was not with the episode itself. And I want to make that very abundantly clear. Um, but about halfway through-ish, especially once the village starts to prepare for being attacked, I mean, it was... it the first thing I thought of, and I and I even caught myself saying it out loud, oh, this is like that Clone Wars episode. And so the whole time I'm watching it, that was all I could think of, was, oh, this is like that one Clone Wars episode, and I actually think they did this better in the cartoon. Or, I, or at least I prefer what they did in the cartoon version. And I actually did it kind of twice, ish in the clone wars but really and as in terms of what they did with mandalorian they they, they did it once but but there's really a couple couple arcs in clone wars where like they help villages out from getting attacked and, and, and stuff so this is definitely something that feloni has done before um and so i kind of wish we would have gotten something different or I wish this was something that they either would have saved for later in the story or for, um, because especially seeing what happens in this episode, I feel like they very much could have tied this storyline with how the newest one just started out, which we'll get to that later. But Really, the only thing that I loved about this episode was Bryce Dallas Howard's directing. I mean, and Cara Dune. I really enjoyed Cara Dune. But 
those two things were really my only takeaways from this episode. I mean, when I say I was really disappointed in this episode, I was really disappointed. And again, that is not me saying it's a bad episode because I get why people like it. I thought the acting was good in it. I thought, you know, there was nothing like that that like made it inherently a bad episode to me. It was just been there, done that. It was just sort of throwaway for me. Um, but I love what Bryce, Bryce Dallas Howard, Howard did once the battle actually started happening, and especially once they wander on the ATST. And she really filmed this part of the episode like Jurassic World. I mean, it, it made the the machine very much like a dinosaur or a monster that they were being chased by, and I loved that. I think that is the e easily the best part of the episode. So after that episode was over, I was really curious what, what was going to happen next. And then episode five happened, which I really liked episode five. I loved episode five so much more than I did uh, episode four. And look, I get it. Amy Sedaris, take her or leave her. I wasn't in love with her either, like a lot of people. I didn't think she felt as out of place as some people did, but I think what I didn't like was, and I, I wished Filoni or Favreau, uh, I think Filoni directed this episode, and I wish Filoni would have thought of this as he was directing it, because this was the, fir the, the first time in The Mandalorian where when she's handling Baby Yoda, it looks like a freaking doll. It's like it's not like you're holding a real baby or something that you are actually careful with or protective of. It's like, oh, this is a doll. And I wish she would have been more... I wish, A, she would have been more mindful of more realistically handling a baby and B, that Filoni would have realized that and filmed a better version of these scenes where she's handling Baby Yoda. And don't get me wrong, there are other parts in the series where other characters are handling Baby Yoda, and it's a little bit off. But I feel like with other actors, especially once you get to episode 6, some of the actors that actually hold Baby Yoda and interact with him, even though it's a little awkward, you can tell that they're trying to treat it like a real living thing. And so you can kind of forgive it a little bit more because it's like, well, you know, they're trying, you know. Um, but with this, it just felt like there was no effort. And so that's what that was the thing that bothered me in episode four. I loved all the fan service. I loved seeing the bar from Tatooine. I loved seeing the the, the docking bay. I loved seeing the pit droids. I loved all of that. Yeah, maybe the kids' acting was a little bit over the top, but overall, I really enjoyed episode five. I did. But then you get to episode six. I think episode six is the best in the series so far. Um. I think season, depending on how episode 8 goes, I think episode 6 will be the best of the season. And I'm debating whether 6 or 7 is the best, but I'm leaning more towards 6. So let's get to the, to, to today's episode, or the, new, the newest episode. This episode was brilliant. 
this episode was great and it actually got me to cry um they kill off Kuwil, and i'm just gonna say that right off the bat so if you haven't watched it yet oopsie doopsie i gave you a warning at the beginning but at the very end of the episode you see that Kuwil has been Quill has been killed and that shook me and I wasn't expecting that because he's not a character you really get a lot of time with but there's this innate I don't know whether it's the way that the the person and that the lady in the Quill suit performs I don't know whether it's a Nick Nolte's voice acting I don't know if it's a combination of the two but even though we don't get a whole lot of time with this character, for me, he was so much like that Yoda character from the original trilogy, or that Qui-Gon character, that just that nurturing, wise, peaceful character. And learning about the character, what we do, seeing him killed off that way, and granted, they did it off screen, which I thought was a beautiful. I thought was a beautiful choice. I really respect that decision, um, because I think it would have broken a lot of hearts. And I don't think with something like this, you could have done a cheesy like slow down with like sad music playing, and then you see him get shot, and then you have those final moments where it reveals his body, you know. Uh, I just thought, I don't know, I, I liked the way, even though I didn't like the fact that Kuil died, I liked the way that it was handled, and I liked the way that uh, that it played out, because, um, yeah, I don't know, and that's the way they end the episode on, so, um, you know, it shows the baby getting picked up by a, a stormtrooper, and, um, and yeah, um, and then it shows Kuil. But the rest of the episode is all set up for them going back to Navarro and having this face-off. And I felt like of I felt like this episode, episode six, episode five, and three and two um have I think one and four have felt the least like Star Wars in the show. All of the other episodes so far, t t for me, felt like it was straight out of Star Wars. Like it was straight this universe. And there's nothing against episode one or four. Because I was a big defender of one when a lot of people were having trouble with it. You know, and a lot of people were like, oh, you could tell that it was directed by somebody who'd never done live action before. And yeah, maybe a little, but I thought Filoni did a great job with that very first episode. I really did. Um, but I don't know. We'll have to see what happens with the finale. I'll definitely come back to give my thoughts. Um, but I just want to give my over my overall opinion of the show so far, and I think it's really great. I could definitely see why it's already been picked up for season two and that they've been filming. It makes me that much more excited for the Cassian Andor series, which we don't have an official name for yet. Uh, makes me that much more excited for Obi-Wan. Um, so, you know, if this is the, the type of storytelling 
that Lucasfilm is going to be doing, then um, I can't complain. So um, I'm about to go watch Force Awakens. Um, I go see The Rise of Skywalker Friday morning. And I've been going back through the original trilogy. I just finished Return of the Jedi. Now I'm on to Force Awakens. Can't wait to go. I'll definitely be giving my review for that. Um, so be on the lookout. Um, I'll probably do non-spoiler and spoiler free. Or non-spoiler and spoiler. So um, just look for the one that you want to listen to. Um, I try to do them back to back. So that they're both up around the same time. Um, and I always do my non-spoiler one first. Just because I'm sure there's more people that don't want spoilers than do. So I usually give my overall thoughts with that first. So be on the lookout. I'm going to put it out as quick as possible. I might even record it in the car and have it uploading on the way. And then I'll do my spoiler one when I get back. Um, I haven't decided. But I'm just be on the lookout for on Friday. Uh, I can't wait. It's hard to believe that's going to be the end of a saga. So, you know, that we're already here. Um, it's insane. So thanks for listening. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Peace out.